only thing we have to fear is fear itself. The National Weather Service has issued a severe thunderstorm warning. Welcome. To the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast, where prepping doesn't have to be complicated or expensive. Coming to you from a well-defended off-grid compound high in the mountains. Coming to you from his Florida room in Richmond, Virginia. Neither off-grid nor well-defended, unless you count as chickens and cats, here is your host, Keith. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast. My name is Keith. Episode 47. Today is June the 5th, 2023. I'm going to divide this podcast into probably two or three different sections. And I'm going to, I'm going to title the podcast Prepping with ADHD. Now, so what is ADHD? The definition is Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Approximately 5% of the adult population has ADHD. That is about 11 million adults in the United States, uh, give or take. So I'll give you a few medical terms and definitions. So ADHD is a long-term chronic brain condition that causes executive dysfunction, which means it disrupts a person's ability to manage their own emotions, thoughts, and actions. ADHD makes it difficult for people to manage their behavior, pay attention, control overactivity, regulate their mood, stay organized, concentrate, follow directions, and sit still. Now, there are different, uh, I guess, different types or different sub subsets of, of ADHD. The one is a predominantly inattentive uh, presentation or the inattentive uh, disorder. It's just not able to pay attention, not able to focus, organize, stay on track. And you have then the predominantly hyperactive or impulsive uh, presentation of ADHD. And both when children and adults, excess energy, can't sit still, extremely talkative, impulsive behavior. Uh, you tend to interrupt others uh, in, a, in a conversation. And then there's the combination of the two. Many, many times, well, approximately 70% of the cases in the United States fall into that combined presentation. There's not a lot that is exclusively uh, hyperactive impulsive, and there's not much that is exclusively the inattentive portion of it. So when it comes to adult ADHD, there's several, I guess, different ways it presents itself, different mechanisms. And as far as the inattentive symptoms with adults, there is what they call automatic attention that occurs when we pay attention to things we love, we know, we desire. On a sunny day, you want to be outside because that's where you want to be. So that is something that immediately uh, your attention is focused on. There is the directed attention, which requires you to be intent very intentional with your focus. Almost every single brain fiber and neuron that you have is like laser-like focused on a particular conversation. You're in a crowded room. There's three or four people talking. There's music in the background. Uh, your manager, your boss uh, is, some, is, is talking to you or talking to the team and you are like hyper-focused uh, to an extent that you, you really need purposely paying attention. Then we have the lack of attention, difficulty staying on task, trouble listening, lack of follow-through, disorganization, procrastination, you lose things, 
You are easily distracted, forgetfulness. And then we go, we go into the hyperactivity, fidgeting, getting out of your seat, chronic restlessness, restlessness uh, difficulty engaging in quiet activities. You're always on the go. Many people describe it as it's, you have like a race car brain that the moment you open your eyes in the morning, your brain takes off um, at 150 miles an hour and it does not stop till the very end of the day talking excessively, blurting out, uh, interrupting or finishing people's sentences, difficulty waiting in lines. I think a lot of people have that, not just folks with ADHD and uh, interrupting others or like I said, finishing, finishing their sentences. There are certain things that, that not necessarily trigger ADHD, but I guess exacerbates, is that the word? Exacerbate uh, the symptoms, uh, stress, lack of sleep. Uh, There's some dietary concerns overstimulation, changing of environmental factors, sight, sound, smell, and then lack of general interest. A lot of people with ADHD are very, they're very quick tempered. Uh, Sometimes it's very minor things that uh, I guess trigger the uh, anger, emotion, whatever it happens to be. It doesn't always have to be anger. It could certainly uh, lead to sadness, uh, crying, Um, that sort of thing. So specifically, I want to talk about prepping and how folks with ADHD are very good at prepping and they're very good at organizing things in a sense. Now, when you have ADHD, again, lack lack of organization, lack of desire, you're not very attentive. However, on the flip side, a lot of people with adult ADHD, if they find something that they're generally interested in, they become hyper-focused, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. So here's an example. When I was growing up, I had a lot of different hobbies. And as an adult, I have had even more hobbies, too numerous to to really name and go through. Now, when it comes to prepping and it comes to my pantry and the research that I do, I am very hyper-focused on certain aspects, whatever I happen to be researching at the time. Now, is there some impulsivity, lack of impulse control? Yes. Are there, do I maybe have one too many gadgets in the prepping pantry or the prepping house? Maybe. But many, many times I, I, I see that ability to hyper-focus as a positive. Now, for me specifically, I was diagnosed with severe adult ADHD approximately three years ago. Here's another weird thing about adult ADHD. They have, it's a thing called time blindness. I get up every morning at 5 a.m. I have not had to set an alarm for gosh, probably 15 years. I can't tell my brain that it's Saturday or Sunday. I can't tell my brain it's a day off and that you should sleep in till six, six, 15, seven, whatever happens to be that just, that just doesn't happen. So in, in that, so just a second ago, I had to pause the recording because I think I was talking about time getting up early in the morning. And I, I believe I said, and in that, which is going to be like in that uh, respect. What happened was my, I got an alert on my phone. It vibrated. My attention immediately 
went to the phone and I forgot the last part of the sentence. I still, I don't even know what it was. I I still don't remember what it was. And so I paused it. Now I would have gone back and uh, made an edit so you wouldn't, wouldn't notice that. But given the fact that we're, what we're talking about, I went ahead and left it in there. Folks with adult ADHD are distracted very easily, almost to the point that it's it's funny to people who don't have ADHD, but if you do, it is very disturbing and sometimes it's it's I don't want to say horrifying, but it leads to a lot of frustration. I lose things a lot. I walk into a room and you hear the expression, you walk into the room and, and you you forgot why you walked into the room. I do that on a daily basis. If I'm not purposely focusing on something, I can literally, and I'm, I'm, I'm literally walking into a room and I will turn circles until I realize what the primary goal was or the primary focus of coming into the room. And here's an example. And I don't mind sharing this with you guys. 99.9% of the people who listen to this podcast, I will never meet. And if I end up meeting a few folks for whatever reason, then, then so be it. I wear my ADHD as a badge of honor. I certainly don't hide from it. I have discussed it uh, with my team at work. So this morning, getting ready to go to work, threw on a pair of cargo shorts and a t-shirt because that's what I wear at work. And I was putting my belt on through my belt loops as I was walking to the kitchen and I was going to get my lunch or feed the cats or whatever it happens to be. In the 50 to 60 feet, I got distracted so many times that as I was getting my keys and backpack to head out the door, I realized that I had not put my belt through all my belt loops. So as I'm getting ready to hit the door to leave, I notice my belt isn't all the way through and my, you know, my cargo shorts aren't secured. And then I, then I forget my keys. So then I go outside because now I'm thinking about the belt, the keys, and, and literally it just, it, it, it turned into a hot mess very, very quickly. But there's been more than one occasion, and it happens on a daily basis. You walk into a room, and I forget of the reason for going into the room, but then I realize the TV is on in the Florida room. So then I take a step towards the Florida room, but then I'm like, oh my goodness, I forgot to turn out the porch light. And so I'll like turn to the right, and I'm like, no, 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 you need to turn the TV off in the Florida room or turn the light off. And... Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then your brain says, okay, you need to go to the kitchen because you're going to make yourself a bologna sandwich. That's kind of the world I, I live in. When I'm hyper-focused, and I, and I explain it to people like this, having adult ADHD is not like living in a fog, and it's different, different people. It's different for everybody. There's all sorts of different degrees, all sorts of extremes from one to the, to the, to the other. So it's very, very different. With me, how I explain it is if something is very confusing and my brain is working a million miles an hour to try and understand it and rationalize it and make sense of it, the moment it happens, you get the, and I get goosebumps just explaining it. You get this moment of clarity that if I could put that in a bottle and sell that moment, call it ode. Oh, the moment of clarity, some, some French, French sounding name. 
If I could bottle that, what I call a moment of clarity, and if I could sell it for a dollar a bottle, I would be a multimillionaire within minutes. It is one of the best feelings that I can't even describe. It's like, I don't know, it's like having your eyes closed and then walking outside and in the summer, the sky is like a super crisp blue. It's a bright blue. The clouds are whiter than white. The grass is greener than green. There's contrast between the colors. It's, it's very difficult to describe. So if I'm doing something very brain intensive, I'm doing a lot of thought, I'm hyper-focused. When I reach that point that I understand it, I get that moment of clarity and it's, it's just... Not, not quite euphoric in a sense, but it is. it provides me a very, I guess a very detailed, a very deep sense of accomplishment. And depending on the severity of your, LDH, your ADHD, especially in adults, a lot of us strive for that sense of accomplishment. Here's another example. On the weekends, a lot of people like to relax. For me, it's the exact opposite. I'm up at five, I'm out the door by 5.30, six, and I will work in the yard, running errands, doing whatever I need to do for 10 to 12 to 14 hours because there is this drive, not necessarily to be successful, although that, that's a part of it too, but just there's the feelish of, feeling of accomplishment. I'm not very good. I'm not a very, very good handyman. I'm not very good you know, woodworking, you know, I guess I can, I, I, you know, I can put a roller to a wall with some paint and do the, you know, and paint as well as the next person. But even just the small things, so it's the small victories that that really count for folks with um, adult ADHD. If I'm in a room and there's a lot of people talking and there's music, what I hear is just like Charlie Brown's teacher, but twelve Charlie Brown's teachers want 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 want. And you know when I'm when I'm having like breakfast at Waffle House with my girlfriend and there's a lot of people talking and somebody puts on the jukebox, it's it's the hyper the hyper focus because i'm so hypersensitive to uh, to the surroundings i'm literally every single neuron in my brain is is focused directly on my girlfriend listening to every word because if i just blink for a second or oh you know what's that song or oh look there's a convertible mustang I'm completely lost. And how I described it to my team at work is <laughs> if you send me an email that's more than five or six sentences, I'm going to read the first five or six words and that's as far as my brain's going to get. I will read it, but I'm not going to understand it. So I asked them to email me in bullet points. Just give me 10 bullet points. If you come into the office, hey, Keith, I need this, that. I need you to be brief, very succinct. Just tell me what you need and why, and and we'll get it done. No need to go into a long, drawn-out explanation because, again, once my eyes gloss or glass over, you, you've you've lost me, and we should you know we should just we should go on to something else. And they were very, very understanding. And again, it's you know it's just something that I needed to uh, to provide my team the information on that, so they understood how my brain works and you know, to assist me. So as a better manager, in turn, you know, I'm able, I'm able to help them. So I'm going to go ahead and, and wrap this, uh, this particular section or uh, part of the podcast up. I'll probably do in probably two or three sections, but just briefly back to the prepping part. It, it again, it's about the sense of accomplishment. It's about doing the research. 
It's about being organized in a world that my brain isn't really organized. It's uh, the reading that I do and trying to retain a lot of what I read. The YouTube, uh, the folks on YouTube that I follow, several other podcasts that I follow, and you know, being prepared in long-term food storage is—it's not a hobby. Like I said, I, I, I've been through a lot of hobbies, and I still have a few hobbies. I. I kind of hang on to and I enjoy doing. But I think given the economic situation of the United States and of the world, I think that is another reason for me to be focused on this and another reason to take it seriously. Now, I only take, I take very few things very seriously. For the most part, how do you articulate this? I only take the things seriously that need to be taken seriously. How about that? I'm a very laid back person. I try not to, try not to let the, the little things get to me, but you know, I only take the serious things that need to be taken seriously. I think I just completely just contradicted myself there for a second. But anyway, so prepping gives me the ability to be hyper-focused. It's very important. If it was not an important um, hobby slash lifestyle, I would have given it up a long time ago. But, you know, it's led to some uh, some some impulse buys. I will I will give you that. But, uh, but all in all, like I said, I wear my ADHD as a badge of honor. I'm certainly not ashamed of it. Uh, month, uh, it, it, it's Pride Month, but it's also men's mental health awareness month and i actually have a shirt on today that says broken crayons still color and i wear that several times in the month of may and other times when there's uh you know mental health awareness and that sort of thing so it was, it was funny i went into my uh, uh closet this morning and i grabbed my cargo shorts of course and then this t-shirt was sitting on top which made made me remember that may is uh, men's uh, mental health awareness month. So anyway, folks, thanks so much for listening to the, the preamble, the precursor, the setup for what I will talk about in episode two. This has been episode 47, the common sense, practical prepper podcast. You can reach me on the Twitter at prep underscore podcast. And of course you can always search common sense, practical prepper podcast as well. As always, folks, please be careful out there. Take care of one another. And until next time. Thanks for listening to the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, help spread the word by leaving a rating and review. 